Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 455. A very nice Pontiac motor. Uh, no, anyhow. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're talking football. There's a lot of things that are happening. I mean, shit, the, the season's been canceled. It should have been canceled long ago, but the season's canceled. It's over with. We would be in week 16, week 17, week 17 right now. Unbelievable. The season's almost over, and we haven't had one. So, but there's a lot of news. There's shit happening all over the place. I mean, it, this is like an off season for us. You know, we, we're excited. We got like free agency. We got the draft. We got combines. We got all sorts of things in the off season. Well, we got no season and we still have shit happening. This is awesome. It's kind of like having a hockey year round because they're always talking hockey. Um, we're talking football. And why are we talking football? Well, because not for the right reasons. Yeah, there's layoffs all the way around the league. Uh, most most teams right now are are, are cutting the fat. Uh, speaking of cutting the fat, Justin Dunk. Oh my God! It could he stoop any lower? I don't know. We're gonna get into that one. More lists. I don't know what's going on there. Lawsuits. Cool. CFLPA tr- stepping where they should not be. Oh my good lord! We'll talk about that one. And more lists. Oh, this is the negotiation list. That's actually kind of a good thing. Um, we've got four games last week, three games this week. Uh, it, it's, it's just it's football. We're excited. There's lots to talk about. We're going to go at it. Charles is going to be a little bit late. He says about 15, 20 minutes, I guess. He needs some sustenance. Uh, Will and Mark are on hold right now, and I really don't have much else to talk about. What's going on down in the States? What was it? One of the football teams, uh, what did they do? Test positive? Five, uh, three players and five personnel tested positive for COVID down a couple of games. Why are they playing football? Why? Because of money. It's all about money. So what? We kill a few hundred people, maybe a couple thousand. That's okay. We're going to watch football. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Come over here, man. There's football. They're in the huddle. They're in the huddle. Birch. Birch. Okay. I'm going to open up the mics now because I can't do anything else. This That was just silly and ridiculous. Um, okay. Uh, welcome to the show, Mark. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. And there is actually one other thing we could talk about tonight. Stefan Logan has officially retired. Okay. He um, retired on the Rod Peterson show. And he I, gave I, a shout-out to the Lions and Bono. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wally did uh, did bring him back when nobody else wanted him, you know, so. Yep. And, and he, a couple was a damn good re- he was a damn good returner. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, he, I, I think his retirement's probably a year, maybe a year and a half too late. But that's okay. I mean, he's not playing football this year. He's not going to come back any younger. No. So, I mean, that's the whole thing right now with Mike Riley. We, 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 
the first year with Mike Riley in BC, we really didn't see much. This is the second year. We're not seeing anything. The third year, he's, he's, he's three years older, right? You he was only for a four-year contract, year. and we're, we're half of it's gone. You might see him in a rock, rocking chair next year, though. I, you, you might. You might like staying home. Well, you never know. He might just retire and say, you know what? I don't need this abuse. I get enough cash. Off we go. See what happens. I don't know. William, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Well, I don't believe that. I, I was thinking about this today, and I think old quarterbacks, i.e. Mike Riley, heals. He gets downtime. Oh, oh this is wonderful for him. Back. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think this is awesome. Zach, Zach, Zach Calaris. What is this going to be? The first year in a number of years he hasn't had a concussion? I don't know if he's going to be able to live with that. <laughs> okay? Just think about it, okay? But, but you know, when so, Ricky Ray like, had that year off, he felt so good yeah. he wanted to play again. That was stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he broke his neck or something. Oh, no, that was the year he broke his neck or whatever it was. That was the year he came back from breaking his neck. Yeah, we should talk about something else. You know what we should talk about? We should talk about, what is the date today? Today is the September 30th? 20... 30th? September 30th? Two days ago, two days ago, September 28th or whatever it is, two days ago, remember that, two days ago, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Are you kidding me? In September... That's usually that's usually when hockey season starts. Oh, that's year. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. So yesterday you know, was my long, son's birthday. Know, Big shout out to Luke. It's a weird, Happy birthday, buddy. weird world. It's a, a weird world. NHL lines. So. I read I read an article today along the NHL lines. You know how we thought that they have all these massive deep pockets so they can get through this stuff really easy. <laughs> Their yeah. revenue is fifty percent gate. Yeah, well, 50% gate revenue. I didn't think it would be that high. Yeah. Yeah, but, Mark, Mark, have you seen what you pay for a fucking Again, hockey ticket these days? Yeah. Honestly, Will, and, I only and, go to and, movies. And they got 82 games. I go watch AHL. I don't go watch NHL. No, I haven't AHL, watched AHL. I can get tickets to the AHL for 10 bucks. Yeah, cheapest ticket in for the NHL, I think, is sixty. Uh-huh. So yeah. no, I have a couple of beers. Not at that place. Not at twelve bucks a beer. No, uh, no, I haven't no. been to and see an NHL game in decades. Decades. I can't. I only. I can't go. I only anymore. go. I only go when tickets are given to me. To be honest with you. Yep. Yep. And, and I don't think I would go. I'd find somebody else that needed it because I wouldn't. No, I don't need that shit and abuse. No. Well, it's not like it's a quick trip to Vancouver to go see a hockey game, Christopher. Not right, right now. The saddle dove is 10 minutes from my front door, okay? Just saying. As opposed to four hours for you? Five hours for you? Yeah, it's at least five oh. hours. I mean, it's two yeah. to Abbotsford. Three into Vancouver. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But yeah, and I'm not a big hockey fan, anyways. I just thought I'd bring that up since that's the most exciting thing that's happened in sports in the last six months. So, um, 
yeah, but hey, is what it is, guys. It's the COVID. What can you do? Yeah, this is. What can you do. You know. I, okay, I uh, I published my latest article in my ongoing essay of what's the matter with the CFL and how to fix it. Uh, this yep. one is on basically the league head office, and yep. uh, there are so many people. There was a couple of people in there that says that the league is not broken. It's just a virus. It will go away. The league will be the same as it was before. And I go, I hope as not. Soon as, the league gets a, as soon as the league gets a vaccine, it'll be better. Trust me. <laughs> I, 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 I hope the league isn't goes back to the way it was. It was terrible. The guy has no idea. Well, but wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't say it was terrible. The product was good. Okay, sorry. I think the, product the product's always been good. The marketing has been atrocious. The the, the presentation yes. is atrocious. Uh, there's a lot of things that are just absolutely awful about the league. We love the league. We love the game. Don't get me wrong. I, I, it's the best gridiron football in the world. And I'm, I stand by that comment. But we need to do things to make it better and more attractive to not only little people, big people. Any people. Correct. Yeah. Millennials. Sure. Because they're all that really matters. In reality, they outvote the boomers right now. So if they actually got off their ass and went and voted. Yeah. They put in that uh, great prime minister we have in Canada currently. So, And he's Don't. just tearing it up. Don't 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 get me going. They just turn it up, man. Didn't he didn't he didn't he tell somebody he'd give them four hundred million dollars today? What was that? I think I read as I was running running around wondering how come the CFL couldn't get a thirty million dollar loan from this putz. Just saying. Just saying. The, you know what the, 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 the saddest pot. the saddest thing of the entire thing was? He was the best option. Yeah. Well, I guess we could do the how many people are in Canada? Thirty five million, give or take. He's the, the best, best choice of thirty five million people. Oh, we're in trouble. Okay. We really are. Of course we are. We really it's are. Disgusting. It is disgusting. Indeed. It's disgusting. But on the other hand, I am so busy at work, I can't even take five minutes to eat lunch anymore. So, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's good. And I like being busy. Getting material is bit of a problem these days, but we can figure that one out, I guess. I hope. So. Good night, Papa. Hello, Papa. It's good night, Papa. Good night, J- right. Oh, good night, Papa. Yeah. They they come and oh, give me a, a hug cool and a kiss name. before it's going to bed. That's a that's a cool name. That's a cool name. I like that. What's name. that? Riker. But, Riker's. Riker's my buddy. I like that. No, no, I like it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a dirty face. What do you got on your face? Go to bed. Okay. Night night. What's his yeah. last name? Robertson. What's his last name. Riker Robertson. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering if we'd classify that as a football name. Anyways. I love it when they uh, Sam Elliott and and they use a picture of Sam Elliott on, on the memes and uh, the thing there's no way in hell that he would say any of these things but you know somebody thought that that would be cool to put that onto his picture anyhow yeah did anybody see Todd post something about CFL 2.0 being done no. Uh, no, but I. No, no, but I. But I read. No, no. Did you did you listen or did you listen to the Rod Peterson show? No. No. Okay, so part of the Rod Peterson show and the Dust Justin Dunk show is this week. The board of governors of the CFL voted on. Randy Ambrosi did a did the 2.0 presentation. And it was voted down seven to two. Ooh. Because apparently they spent a million dollars on it last year and they recouped ten grand. Ouch. So. So. Wow. That's that's not good. That's wow. not good at all. That's not good at all. No, that's not. Well, I, I, I don't know how you recoup any money off of that. Well, no, they, they figured TV it contract. would be a long-term... They figured it would be a long-term thing, okay, like any new venture is. Yeah. I don't think they want it to... I, the Board of Governors put it down, so I don't know what that says. Does I that wonder say, if that's due to uh, COVID losses on top of it. I, I, I wonder if do they do they do, do they not want it at all? That's so. That's what started the whole Randy Ambrosi being replaced talk. Okay. Well, it's definitely a vote of non-confidence, isn't it? Yes, it is. So. No, well, shit, eh? That's yeah. kind of shitty. So. I is. I mean, you know what? When I I was with uh, Randy Ambrosi at the BC Lions, uh, they 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 had Winnipeg had this thing where they invited everybody and and there was big lectures and 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 talks and stuff like this to the crowd. Where the BC Lions did it differently, they had about 30 people. Hi, you know, uh, different people who are big in the in the BC Lions sports community. Uh, I I was invited. I I had Charles invited, and and there was a bunch of other people. There were some other media people. There was some other not. not hang on, I, I'm not quantifying myself as a media person because I'm not. Okay, I don't want to be. Uh, anyhow, so there was a bunch of other 
type of people in there. So there was only like 20, 25 of us. Uh, and we got to sit around round table and talk with Randy Ambrosi, uh, which was really good. I, I, I got a lot of one-on-one questions, a lot of good conversations. We got up at, at the break and I was talking with Randy. Uh, a lot of things happened. Uh, he did explain uh, CFL 2.0 to us. And I, I did do that. I came back and I, I said I had a whole new respect for the concept of it because it does make sense. Okay. But I can't believe that it would um, pay dividends anytime soon. Anytime at all. I mean, the concept is to bring a German player over here and to play in our league so that the Germans want to watch the game. Well, great. But it's also trying to engage the German Canadians that are here, saying that that's one of our homeboys and we should go to the games now. Which 100% makes sense. But you, they're not going to go, this is my homeboy, let's go, and, and watch him sit on the bench and, until he gets to play on special teams. You know, it's just, it, we do not expect the quality of those players to be there. Now, without exception, there's going to be somebody that, didn't Winnipeg have a linebacker or somebody that just blew up two riders? Uh, two tie cats in the great cup. Two tie cats? Like, seriously, you're going to find the diamond in the rough without question, right? I mean, there are Canadians playing in the NFL. There are, you know, it it happens. But you're not going to be able to field a team of them. And you're certainly not going to be able to fill a ratio position, you know, like for all teams. It's like... Oh, yeah, we can have a Canadian quarterback, but can we have nine of them? We can't find one. One Canadian quarterback is a challenge. Never mind nine. And as I go with that argument all the time, you don't need nine if it's Canadian quarterbacks. You need 18. Yeah. So we might as as well go try out. Yeah. I'm a better kicker than I am a thrower. I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> I think at this point I, I, we I, all are. I honestly, know. I throw like a girl. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, if we can jump onto the, the the show now, and we can uh, follow some things down. We're waiting for Charles. Um, he's not here yet, is he? No. Just hold off the game stuff until he comes back. Comes on. He should be on any time. Who, who, who's the pitcher of Will? Or do you not want to say it on air? <laughs> it's my grandson. That's your grandson. Yes, he got out of line, so I did it to him. I just popped him in the eye. That will teach him. He did a header down the stairs and landed on his face. Okay. Because I was, like, trying to buy an airplane ticket to Calgary to come and bitch slap you. (laughs) Yeah, Christopher, Christopher, how long have I talked to you? I mean, give me a break. Okay? (laughs) I've never hit another human being in my life, okay? Oh, I have. Multiple times. I'm not going to start with little kids. So... 
so that was six days ago, right? Wow. Just so you know. Um, he was in his walker, and he did a nosedive down the stairs, four stairs, landed on his eye. That's why walkers Which, are illegal? Uh, well, yes, that's exactly right. And, and apparently my exactly sister's daughter-in-law was... Exactly why walkers are illegal. My daughter-in-law was taking him out of the walker because it was lunchtime, and, and she took the child's gate down, and as she did it, the doorbell rang, and she turned around to answer the doorbell, and he no! took off like a shot. He took off like a shot. <laughs> so, which is, you know, he didn't hurt himself. She did take him to the hospital because she thought that was a, that could have been a fractured orbital socket. She did take him but, to the hospital? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, and yeah, she, there were some questions not, as to whether or not, uh, how did this happen, right? <laughs> and, and she will not forgive herself, <laughs> okay? Did, so, did, did they call are, social services? I don't think so. I don't think so. Christopher but Charles here, here's the amazing thing. Here's the amazing thing about kids. Here's the amazing thing. That was, that was six days ago, okay? Okay. Six little days ago. And I just sent the picture of him today. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Like healed like almost overnight. Wow. That's well. where, where us 50 year old guys, that'd take a month and a half. Oh, yeah. At least. At least. Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just coming in in the middle of this conversation and seeing pictures. So I'm just trying to catch up. Yeah, no, it's nothing big. We're gonna go. It's a big, big black eye on a little kid. It, it's something that shouldn't that, happen, yeah. but you know, but uh, so be it. Shit happens, and yes, mom, mom takes responsibility for and that. And no, one. Charles, I no, Charles, I didn't punch him. I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> so I was driving through the bush today in our side by side, and I uh, got my two grandkids in the back, and we're bushwhacking, and a tree slams back. And hits my grand. He's wearing a helmet, full coverage helmet, and everything else. But slaps him right in the palm of the hand. <laughs> I'm going. What oh. were you doing? Oh yeah, scream. Oh hell, bloody murder. Bad, bad papa. Bad papa. Okay, so we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna do. We haven't done anything yet, Charles. So you didn't miss anything okay. in the show. Okay, you can go back and listen to it later, but really, nothing's happened. We're going to do last week the re- week in review of our uh, virtual 2020 football season. Hey, did you know that the 10th of October is 10-10-2020? Huh. Kind of cool, eh? I think that was like an old long-distance thing you used to be able to call, 10-10-2020. I don't know. I don't know. No. I got no, you are correct. I don't know. Okay, so we had the Montreal Alouettes traveling down to Hamilton to play the Ticats. Hamilton had the better record. They had the uh, home field advantage. They had the 10-point bonus. They didn't need it, but they did beat Montreal 56-33. Charles, you picked Hamilton. Will had Montreal. Mark had Montreal. CJ had Hamilton. Two points for the West Coasters. Uh, Winnipeg played Calgary. Uh, Calgary was the higher-ranked home team, 10-point advantage. They didn't need it either. They ended up beating Winnipeg 64-41. to Charles, you took Calgary. Will, you took Winnipeg. Mark, you took Calgary. And CJ took Calgary. 
So we are two points straight, straight across the board. And once again, Will does not take his homer pick and loses out because of that. Uh, the third game was the Toronto Argonauts. And uh, they have the five-point advantage being the leaders and traveling to Ottawa, who had the five points for the home team. So it was a, basically a wash. And the Red Blacks destroyed the Argos 69-36. to 36. Uh, Charles, you took the Argos with CJ. And uh, Will, you took Ottawa. Mark, you took Toronto as well. So Will was the only one that pulled points in that, one, that game. Uh, way to go. Uh, the last game was Saskatchewan. Playing BC, BC higher ranked team, BC the uh, home team. They had 10 point advantage and they, like, what happened? Final score was 25 BC, 44 to Saskatchewan. That's Go Riders. Go Riders. So, Charles, you pick BC, you homer. Uh, Will, you I hate losing to the Riders even in a fake game. I know. It's, it's just, like, wrong. In what the first world time does in the, the history of Willie's world that he picks Saskatchewan. You know that, eh? Willie took Saskatchewan. Willie gets two points. Mark took BC. CJ took BC. No points there. So the the final score or the tally for the week was uh, Charles had four points. Willie had four points. Mark had two. CJ had four. And the podcaster standings are after 16 weeks. CJ's in the lead with 83, followed pretty close by uh, – Charles, six points back with 77. Uh, ooh, 22 points back from him is Mark with 55. And 10, 10 points in the back there is Will. That's 45 points. Will, you're down there. I don't know. Are you going to catch Mark? There's only five weeks left. And then we've got to do this for the football season. Okay. Uh, the West Division stands as BC and Saskatchewan have clinched playoff positions. At uh, BC is 12 and two, Saskatchewan is 10 and three, Calgary nine and five, Edmonton five and eight, Winnipeg five and nine. I'm not sure. It, it, it does not appear as though oh, there there's a possibility of a crossover. There is still a possibility of a crossover here. So all four Western teams have the uh, ability to make the playoffs at this point in time. Uh, Eastern Division, uh, Toronto has an 8-5 and five record. Ottawa is close the gap and is now 8-7. and seven. Uh, Hamilton is 4-10, and 10 and Montreal is 1-13. and 1-13, really? Shit, man. Okay, uh, that's how the standings sit after 16 weeks. Now, se- week 17, we only have three games. We have the higher-ranked BC Lions going into Toronto to play the Argos. So this is going to be a five and five split on the points. Uh, Charles, you're taking the Lions. You're taking the Argos. Uh, I'm surprised you're even asking. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the Lions, obviously. Yeah. I'm a homer, well, especially when they're fake. Yeah, I know. But, you know, just for Sparky's benefit. Okay, yes, I am taking you, the Lions. you, you got to spit it out. So you, you're taking the BC Lions. William, what are you going to do here? Um, BC Argos. Argos. You're going Argos. Toronto. Mark, flip the coin. He forgot about it. I'm going Toronto. You're going Toronto. Yep. 
I want to switch mine. I want to go BC. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Yep. Yep. You want me to ask you after Mark? Yep. Yeah. Should I switch mine to BC now? No, I'll stay with Toronto. The coin never lies. Okay. Okay. Uh, the second game is the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Montreal Al- into the Montreal. So again, five point bonus for Hamilton and five for Montreal. Uh, so the points are a split. Uh, Charles, who are you going to take here? Uh, I don't know, but I just got a feeling this is a one for Montreal, so I'm going to take Montreal. You're taking Montreal? Willie? I am. What did you just ask me? I, I For some reason, I feel like I'm talking to Donald Trump. You're supposed to ask me after Mark. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Mark. Right. Mark. Right. Actually, yeah. Mark. Uh, a little bit of collusion going on here. Who is it? Montreal. Absolutely. Hamilton in Montreal. Hamilton in Points Montreal. Points are split. Hamilton. And you're going to take the Owls, Will? You bet. Okay. You see, uh, CJ's taking Hamilton. Collusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that Charles could make some up some ground here, or CJ's going to put some space in between them. Uh, the last game is Will's two favorite teams. We have the second place Saskatchewan Rough Riders are traveling into Edmonton to play the Eskimos. Uh, so again, five point split, straight across the board, no points, no matter. Uh, Charles. Charles doesn't uh, want to make a pick. I'm still thinking. Um, Don't hurt yourself. Go on to the next person here. I want to think about this one for a sec. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> yes. I'm not. Oh, dear Lord. Just give me a Mark. minute. Mark. Mark. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, fuck, i got to take the riders. You're going to take the Riders? Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to no, take the I, Riders. You know what, Charles, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I, CJ's going to pick first, and I'm taking Edmonton. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take the Riders, so that's good. Okay, so you're taking Saskatchewan. And Willie, you're going to take Edmonton? Yes, sir. Okay. These picks okay. degenerate more every week. This this confusion this confusion will only last for a week because if I lose all the games this week I can't catch anybody so it doesn't matter. I, I think it's pretty good at that point, isn't it? No, you got to just win five games. That's it. That's only a, a, more than a week. I mean, shit. We've had weeks where yeah, Mark week doesn't even show bit. up, doesn't even put in picks, and he gets zeros. Uh huh. Mind you, that same week I think you got zeros. And you picked yeah, for a game. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> when it really counts, I come to bat. When it really counts, I come to bat. None of this fantasy bullshit. I mean, come on. How realistic is this? BC is in first place. Come on, really? Yeah. In what tip- fucking in what fucking dream? Okay. Oh, no. Most of the early two thousand se- season was. Uh, 
2000 decade was BC was in first place, first or second, pretty much every year. A snapshot of history here. Isn't that like 20 years ago? No, it's only about 18. Don't exaggerate. Ah. Yeah. Damn bombers. Okay, so oh, that's the end of that. I hope. Place in, yeah. As you can see, we were, we're last in first place in 2011. That's only nine years. Okay. Yeah. That's nine years. Actually, yeah. technically 2012. We didn't win the Grey Cup that, mind you, but. Yeah, Benavides did really well in this first year, sort of. 13 wins, well, first place. So the playoffs showed up. And then he couldn't win. Yeah. Oh, Lonnie Gleiberman mentioned me in a CFL comment. I guess I better go see what Lonnie had to say. Yeah, we saw that. We saw no, that. No, this is four minutes ago. Oh, okay. Do you you realize you only got thirty two comments on your on your or thirty two comments on your post? I know I'm right? a little disappointed in that. You know why? Why? Because they put up the the new long. logo. It was, it was it was too long. People people don't want to read things that long. They have to think about it. Well. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things. Yeah, it, I, know. I get it. You can't, you can't cold note something like this. No, I know you can't. You know, and and I, I'm not even sure most people know what Cole's notes are. <laughs> Maybe Seriously, not. I don't even think Cole's exist well, anymore. Do they? Do they exist anymore? Well, I don't know. Cole's is now called Indigo. It's all in the same company as the uh, chapters, and they're now called Indigo. Okay. Indigo Books. Uh-oh. The Uh-oh. You know stores that were alive Uh-oh. are now all closed. Uh-oh. What? What? Do you realize, Christopher, you realize, Christopher that, that, that Charles doesn't know what Cole's Notes is? I know what they are. Oh, do you? Okay. Sure, I know what they were. Okay. They were for people that didn't want to read an entire book, is what it was. The people Thank who you. wanted to, the people that wanted basically had a test or something coming up, and they didn't read the book, so they read Cole's notes, which was basically a summary, and they were like fifty pages long instead of like three hundred. And, and 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 what eliminated Cole's notes? Google. The internet. Google. I and I had this. and I had a library. I had a library of Cole's notes, just so you know. Hell yeah. We we passed Save them around. Yeah. I could go drinking instead. Yeah. Okay. So uh Ottawa. Hey, I have latest... one wait, wait, I got an important question. I, I noticed I noticed a comment the other day from you, Christopher. Where? Okay. And please explain to me why. And is this the truth? Is this the honest truth? Really? You've never had pizza in your life. Oh, yeah, that's correct. What? Why? What? what what's What's the problem with that? Are, are you that was on, that was on Charles' post. 
Yes. No, I have a food allergy to cheese, onions, and tomatoes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what I kind of figured. Pretty much cuts out all Italian food, right? Yeah. Well, well, no. I'm just thinking you might as well say that you've never been laid in your life. It's the same thing. No, 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 no. Been laid lots of times. Okay. Okay. Good. Boy, if you think that's the same thing, I mean, never mind. No, Come on. not, not even, not even close. Pizza, pizza. pizza. Oh yes, yeah. You can't compare, Christopher, because you've never had it. I can. It's not the same thing. It, it if is. it's close, well, you're doing it wrong. It's close. It's very close, man. But you gotta love wrong. pizza as much as I love pizza. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. So the the quote is correct. I'm not lying. I have never had a piece of pizza. Okay. Wow. 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 Absolutely. Just think of I mean, the amount of money I've saved. Are you, even That's back when you were a kid. Never. Never. Wow. Actually when I was okay, a kid so I don't think they you, had pizza. Uh so then you've never you've never experienced a breakfast of champions, have you? You know what that well, is, the, eh? The fine breakfast of champions because I've had several. Okay, cold pizza and flat beer. Flat beer and raw eggs. Yeah. Flat flat beer, flat warm beer and And, eggs. And the best, the best, the best flat beer was when you took the cigarette butts out of it and drank it. No, 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 (laughs) no. I actually used to not do that, but I before I would go to bed, I used to crack a beer and put it on my night table so I'd have something to drink when I got up in the morning. And I wouldn't have to worry about finding an opener. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Anyways. No, there's nothing better than a, a warm, flat beer with a raw egg in it. Oh, no, I like pizza with it. No, 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 no um, pizza, no. not for me. Not for me. A war movie, yeah, okay. Will. A war movie. What? A war movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I've never been a big. I've never been a big beer fan, so... Yeah. Okay. Can we continue now? Yeah. It, now that you've got my my food habits here, uh, I hope I hope you're satisfied. Well, no, I was actually going to phone you. You're going to phone me. Liar! I call you a liar. <laughs> okay. I really was. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a waste of a phone call, eh? Huh? Okay, Ottawa is the latest team to announce layoffs. Okay, so this whole thing stems back to uh, last week, the Edmonton Eskimos laid off, uh, was, is, what was his name, Wayne? What's his yeah. name? Come on, help. help Andrewsiak. 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 Yeah. Right? Um, after 49 years, he's the equipment manager, manager. equipment manager, 49 years with the team. So like it started when he was 12 or something, the water boy, Um, because he doesn't look like he's that old. He doesn't look like he's 70. So he didn't start when he was 21. Um, So he was really young. He he does look very young. So, you know, even if he's 60, he he looks young. So he had to have been a little boy when he started. Uh, and everybody was coming down on him. In fact, the uh, CFLPA, we're going to talk about this late, later on, 
writes a letter about him. And, and, and I'm just going, dude, he was laid off back in April. Canadian labor law says you can only lay off a person for, for 90 days, and then you have to terminate their employment if, or bring them back. So he was terminated. It's, it's, it's not complicated. It wasn't an emotional thing. It wasn't, oh, my God, how can you do this? And Will went on a rant about, oh, you know, somebody in that position, you find the money to keep them on. But the whole thing was he was one of 19 people that were laid off or, or terminated by the Edmonton Eskimos that day. 19 people. Okay. Ottawa just went, what, 14, 16 people that they let off. Uh, riders cut down their office staff. Uh, it, it shit happens. This is an awkward year. We know this. It's a business decision. It's not emotional. It's not like, Oh my God, how can you do that? Well, we had to do that. Otherwise we would go broke. We wouldn't have the money to pay these people. So, so now, and, and, and in reality, this guy's 49 years with the Edmonton Eskimos. I'm sure that he's pretty much close to retirement age, and he's probably – this isn't going to affect him because he could probably already collect his pension or close to it. He, he's probably set himself up so in a very nice situation so that he's going – it's not going to affect him. But what about the kids? What about the guys that have been there for less than a year or two years or three years? Whatever. What are they going to do? They got to go out and find different jobs, possibly in a different industry, because this industry doesn't isn't working. Or they have to sit around okay, and, and wait until next year. So I don't in feel my sorry defense for from in my defense from last week, we didn't know that nineteen other people got laid off. He was one of nineteen. There were eighteen others. Yes, I know. I know. I know. There was, there was, I, but that wasn't the, that, that isn't the way that Free Down Nation put it out towards the people. They just made it look like Edmonton were a bunch of schmucks because they're sensationalizing. They're creating news, not repeating. It will not be the last time we talk about something like that, too, as well. So, Brad Potty just got uh, let go by the Bombers, too. Yeah. Yeah, but they said said he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. And then Juziak will be able to come back if he wants to. You if he wants to say no to him, no. How, of course, that's ridiculous. They're let go. I, I, I was just actually, like in my industry. I let talking, go. I was actually talking to somebody this week who was in the Edmonton organization, and they said it's time for him to go, anyways. Whatever that meant. Okay, yeah. so odds are he's not coming back. Right? Yeah, probably you not. Ta- you take a year off, you relax, you, you find out what you're doing. You you don't go back to that old, same old stupid grind that you've just done for the last 49 years. Not on purpose. You know? I'm sorry. It, it, I don't feel bad for them any one bit. Do I feel bad for pe- the fact that people are being laid off because of this? Yes. I don't care whether you're at home hardware or PharmaSave or extra foods I feel bad if you're being laid off I especially feel bad that you're being laid off because of the COVID right I I, I feel bad for people that are that, that this is affecting and there's a lot of people out there that this is affecting so 
anyhow, I, I just think it's ridiculous that people are making emotional fuss about this. I mean, you look at it this way, too. They employed the guy for 49 years. They yeah. gave him basically a, a job his entire adult life. So it's sad that they had to leave, let him go in the middle of a pandemic, but it's not like he just they just got rid of him. I mean, he's it is what it is. Shit happens. Yeah. Right now it's happening often. Probably get to decent I, severance too, but who knows? I don't know about that for sure, so. I don't know, because he's not being terminated for cause. He's, he's He's been laid off, and then the layoff is permanent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't think there's a severance there. Well, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm I'm not big on that type oh, of... Oh, but wouldn't there, wouldn't, there, wouldn't there have to be a severance? Why? I, I don't think you have to. Well, yeah, you, you have don't. to. You have to. You don't have to. Yeah. What do you mean you don't yeah. have to? No, 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 no. You guys must you be talking what? about no. some... Hang on, okay. if you're laid okay. off, yes, they do. Yes, they do. You guys yeah. must be talking about some other province than Alberta. Okay, uh, minimum, you have to give him two weeks. Okay, okay I guess that's true. Fair and, well, 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 right, well, but he's had, stop, three, stop, he's stop. had three months. No, no. No, 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 hold on, hold on. But he's been there for 49 years. Yeah. So I think So that, I think that's the one week is, per year. No, no, I think the minimum is two months, okay, according to Alberta labor laws. It's, no, it's one week and, per year. So it's 49 years. It's basically a year. No, 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 be quiet. You're talking about Alberta here, okay? Okay, I don't we're know talking, anything about Alberta. We're we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, I think it's either six or eight weeks. I just went through this with my wife, and she had to go after her brother for a severance package, believe it or not. Um, after brother? After 33 years. Yes, after 33 years. Okay. Um, haven't talked to the scumbag for three months now. So, um, uh, and, and according to the labor lawyer I went to, in situations like this, and his would be the same. If they went, there must be a big severance package there because he could go after that club for um, the labor lawyer I talked to said about my wife after 33 years, he said you could go after them for a month, a year. Okay. Wow. So 33 months. So that is correct. Almost three years. And so that's right. And he was there for 49, so he could probably do the same. So there must have been a severance package there. But, of course, you don't talk about that, right? No, it would be interesting to know what it was, though, just to shove it at yeah, Justin Dunk for being an idiot. Yeah, it would we'll, be interesting. We're going to talk about Justin Dunk being an idiot right now. I mean, I, mean, I was going to say, is equipment manager a full-time job, like, all year round? I don't know. I can't see I it. Know. I was wondering about that too. I can't I see need. it. But I'm surprised that you, if you think about it, with the shut shutdown of the season, that never was. 
what was the equipment manager doing? Well, he was laid off. So well, he was. Yeah, but but they were still there. Were still rumors that there was going to be a season, so he would have had to do something. Yeah, because yeah, he would have had to probably prepared. make sure that the. Um, There's only so much you can do, though. There's only so much you well, can I do. Know. True that. But you know, I mean, the BC Lions own their own practice facility. That practice facility is used every single day. All year round, because there are BC Lion players who live in Vancouver year round, and they go to their. Why would you pay a gym membership when BC Lions have this great facility, and you can go in there and work for free with all your other football buddies, and you don't. Well, cut, probably because there's not a lot of blondes in spandex, but um, that. So, I would think that the equipment manager would be responsible for that as well. Would he not? Maybe. Wouldn't that be more your strength and conditioning coach? Yeah, but I'm talking about the equipment, the towels and this and that, and the sauna and the ice pool and the hot tub. and You know, is that not all considered equipment? Yes. I don't know. Okay, can we move on and talk about this idiot? I want to. Sure. Please, please. please. Three Down Nation's Justin Dunk was on the Rod Peterson show to discuss a possibly new commissioner. Was this classless seeing as the commissioner has not yet been fired? So the answer to that is yes, 100%. 100% it was a classless act by Justin Dunk talking about the replacement for Randy Ambrosi. Because Randy Ambrosi, to my knowledge, has not yet been fired. But part of this conversation was that the Board of Governors had a meeting and the uh, CFL 2.0, which cost the league in excess of $1 million and turned zero or $10,000 in revenue, which I think was like the, the money that they received from that Mexican news company or whatever to broadcast the game media company. Um, got voted down by the board of governors seven to two that it will not continue. So CFL 2.0 is officially dead. Although we haven't seen that in the media anywhere, but that's kind of what came out of that conversation. Am I correct? Will? Yes. As far as I the way I heard it, yes. Okay. So that is a huge non-confidence vote because this was um, Randy Ambrosi's golden child here. Yes, this is his little baby, his pet. And, uh, and because it got shot down 7-2, to two, to me that's a huge vote of non-confidence. Okay? This is the direction that Randy was trying to take the league, and uh, most of us thought it was lame. Uh at, at many different times. Uh, I saw merit to it, but I still didn't think it was going to work. Uh, so, yeah, is this the beginning of the end for the commissioner? But I, I, I don't doubt it. There's a so, but here. There's a but here. Where? What's the but? The source. Randy or Justin Dunn. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I know the Board of Governors don't like things to come out behind closed doors. So how did Justin Dunk find out about this? And in reality, is it true? I don't know. I guess we'll find out eventually. Well, we will. And, you know, it's the same thing with that uh, the story that uh, Rod Peterson posted about uh, MLSE looking at uh, purchasing or taking over the league. Right? Which is what my article was basically on, or a, a, a chunk of it. Um, so if anybody really wants to uh, interested in taking a look at this uh, part two of our essay, uh, it's on the Let's Talk CFL group. Look for the football. Um, yeah, I don't know. And in I'm reality, just, are these guys are these guys taking up you know that famous Donald Trump line? That's fake news. Is it fake news? Because I guess fake news. It's first, fake news until talking, it becomes real news, isn't it? I mean, because we're there talking could be about some it, right? element of the truth to it, but we don't know. Yeah. And as always, the CFL is dead silent. What else is new? Yeah. Well, there's no so, season, Mark. Of course, they're going to be silent. Yeah. Oh wait, they're normally silent, anyways. Um. I did see something on the the possibility of a replacement. Did you guys take a look at that? Yeah. I saw something about it. I, I, I don't think they can pay him enough money. Well, he seems to have a resume, doesn't he? Yeah. And do they have enough money to fire Ambrosi? Yeah, because they'll have to pay him out. Yeah, but according to a couple of ex-football players on a different podcast this week, the the, the CFL has lots of money. Yep. Oh, boy. You know, they're... That's the only thing that I disagree with um, Jeffrey Orridge with, that the 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 correlation between head concussions and uh never mind. Never mind. Well no, it's just it's just I mean the CFL after all Christopher is just a tax write off. It's so quote, are you ready for this? And I'm pretty sure I'm quoting this word for word. It's so a guy like David Braley can save Two million dollars in taxes. He probably spends that on coffee every year. Okay. Just His, David Braley's net worth is going up. I know it is. It, he's not worried about the two million dollars savings. It, 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 he's not yeah. saving two million dollars in taxes every year. Who came up with this? <laughs> Told you. the Bombers were making all this money, if the Eskimos were making all this money, if the Riders were making all this extra money, 
we would know because they released their financial statements. Exactly. And you got to believe that Winnipeg and Saskatchewan make the most amount of money in the league. Okay? Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have to believe that. Okay? So how is this possible that BC is making so much money or, you know, that, that David Braley's – where? How, or Montreal in their 20,000-seat stadium. Yeah. They can't fill. It doesn't. I was gonna say that they don't sell out. Oh yeah, but it's because they pay these guys twelve dollars an hour, okay? <laughs> and so they can afford to do that. I mean, come on. After all, you should be pay, paying every CFL player six figures. But I agree. But we're not there yet. We have to fix the league, and then we can pay the players. When do and you pay we... your empl- when do you when do you pay your pl- employees more money? When you're profitable. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I would agree with that statement, Christopher. Fix when they the make league. more money, they'll make more money. Fix the league. Stabilize the teams. It's like simple economics. Yeah, this isn't rocket science, right? And and when everything is wonderful, when everything is awesome, then you can help youth sports. But the people right now that says that the CFL should be dumping tons of money into youth sports so that we have great Canadian talent to make the CFL a better league. Let's make the CFL a better league without fixing youth sports because it's not our job. You for you sports need to fix themselves. It's not like the CFL doesn't dump money into amateur sports. But no. they do it into the youth. They've chosen they've only got so much money, they chose youth over university is what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a smart move. Hell yeah. You make fans when they're young. Never mind football players. Never mind football players. We're not talking about making football players here. We're talking. The CFL needs fans. You create fans by having the kid play the sport that he wants to aspire to. So it Ken Derrett is being discussed. I don't know who's being discussing him. Uh, Probably three down nation. Oh, of course, this is a three down ar- article by just Winnipeg native. Uh, Bachelor's of Commerce and Sports Administration. This is the first guy, in all honesty, he, he's not going to be the commissioner because he's the first person that's actually qualified to be the commissioner. Yeah. Actually, Jeffrey Orridge was probably the first person that was qualified to be the commissioner, okay? Because it sure wasn't Mark Cohen. Mark, I, my next article is going to be on the commissioners. Mark Cohen, oh, what a, a putz. The guy was a marketing executive with the NBA, okay? That doesn't mean he did too much of anything. Comes to the CFL as the commissioner. Where did he, what did he do with all his marketing talents, 
because in 2007 was the first year that the attendance, average attendance league-wide started to drop. And it's been dropping ever since. That was the entire tenure of Mark Cohen as as the commissioner yeah, of the CFL. His stats, yeah, his, his, his attendance was dropping. This guy was this guy was in the NBA marketing as well. And, of course he was. <laughs> and he has ties to Mark Mark Cohen. Just I know he know. does, but this guy has oh, yeah, better so. credentials. Well. Yeah, but I could I could write an article on you and give you lots of good credentials too. So I have lots of credentials. I'd like credentials. to see it for real. I I'd like to see it for real. That's what I'm trying to say. Of course, I'm not arguing with that. So I just don't think we're no. going to get this guy because I don't think we could afford him, unless he's seriously well, looking for a. Yeah, but a, I've a, heard rumors that the job is filled position. already. So the the spot's filled. It is. Randy Ambrosi has the spot. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I did a, I did some research today, and I can't find it. I thought I brought it down. I may have left it upstairs, but it was on the the commissioners of the the, the league, the different leagues. Okay, mm-hmm. and and how many commissioners are? Did you know that Gary Bettman was the first commissioner of the NHL? That's correct, because they had a president before then. They had a president before that, which was like one of the owners, guys. Yeah, so he's the first commissioner, um, which means he's non-biased, supposed to be, anyhow. But yeah, he's been there for, what, 23 years or something stupid like this. Um, Goodall, down in the NFL, um, he's been around since 2015, which isn't really that long, only five years. But the guy before him was there forever and ever. Uh, Paul Tagliabue. Yeah. And uh, in the last 20 years, (laughs) the CFL has eight commissioners. Surprised us not more. Eight commissioners in the time that the NHL had won. No stability. There's there's no stability at that position. Why? Because the owners think they have too much power. And they do. The way it's set up, of course they do. Well, yeah, because there's only like two or three owners that really matter in the league, really have any say in it. I mean, let's let's be serious. The the Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Edmonton, all they they want to do is survive. That they, they don't have to be profitable. They're community based teams, right? Yep. So you know they they just want they're just happy to be there. Da 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 da. You know they're always that little kid that's just off the corner smiling, just happy to be there. So. Here's a question I had for that. For those community-based teams, like the Board of Governors, I guess, do they do the uh, community do they like um, elect a governor or something like that? Is that how that works there? Because I know in like in a privately owned team, they just pick a governor. The owner picks the uh, appoints governors, but in a situation of that, are they just voted on by the board, by the by the uh, the 
the ownership group? How does that work? Well, it's just a second, Mark. And I, I, I will want you to specifically speak on Winnipeg. Okay. Um, the three, all three community based teams are set up differently. Edmonton is actually owned by a, a, a group. I, I, I think it's almost set up like a nonprofit, but it's basically run by a group of companies. Kind of like the Water Boys. If the Water Boys owned the BC Lions. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not government-owned. It's not community-owned per se. It's it's a community of, of corporations that run it. And they create a board of directors out of, out of all the different companies that own it. Now, Saskatchewan has actually sold shares to the general public. But for the most part, it's run by the city of Regina, the province of Saskatchewan. And I think Winnipeg is very similar to that. But I'll let Mark talk because he knows more about it. It is very similar. It's almost the same except for the shares. There are no voting shares or anything like that. And I know people with shares do get a vote on some things in Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan they do, definitely. Yeah. In in Winnipeg, the bombers are owned by a shell company, I guess you want to call it. Um, they're a nonprofit company, and they technically own the bombers. In reality, the city and the province own the bombers. You would never know the way they fight amongst each other and try to take money away from each other, but basically it's the taxpayers that own it. We just have no say. That's really what it is. It's weird. What is this, dead air? What's that? Mark, you're supposed to be that you're supposed like to be it. talking longer than that, Mark. Well, I'm trying. There's not a lot to say. It's basically the same as Saskatchewan. Okay. Um Yeah. Who appoints them? It wouldn't be Miller. It would be the head of the Board of Governors because I think Miller is the governor for it anyway. No, I don't think so. No, he's not. No, sorry. Wade, Wade Miller's the president and CEO yeah. of the of the team. But he's right? just involved in everything. Not, yeah, but not but the involved. Group. If you notice, it's him that's involved with everything. You don't hear from the Board of Governors. Uh, from no. Winnipeg. It's all him. And we do hear about the Board of Governors in Edmonton because they were the ones that were having problems with uh, dealing with the management and everything else, and they weren't doing their job. And actually, the, in, in honesty, the, the Board of Governors in Winnipeg weren't doing their job for a long time either. They still aren't. It's The president runs the team. The Board of Governors is just there. Yeah. So whoever the president is, is the one who decides everything. Even if he doesn't go to those meetings, which I do believe he does, um, he is in charge. And that's what happened before with our last president. Okay. So let's just look at a nonprofit society for a second, because I have been involved in several of them, and quite some of them have been quite large. The uh, a non a foundation or a nonprofit society is um, 
sells memberships. And this is kind of the way I was working with this BC Lions concept a while back, right? They sell memberships, and they're like $100 a year or something like this, right? And which is okay, cool, that's everything else. So all these members, and then they get together at an AGM, and they pick a, uh, a board of directors. They pick a chairman, they pick a vice chairman, they pick a, a, a board of directors, and you get to sit on this board of directors. And you don't have to have anything to do with the, uh, the foundation or, the, or what the foundation does. You don't have to be a football person or a charity person or anything else. You just have to be a business person that understands the concept of how to do things. And you can sit on the board of directors of a nonprofit society. Now, that board of directors is responsible for hiring the executive director of the nonprofit. And that is the person who, for all intents and purposes, is the president. That would be the Wade Miller in Winnipeg. Okay, so since this nonprofit slash corporation, whatever else, doesn't have members per se in Winnipeg, it has it's being run by the government or the city or whoever it's being run by. They have to put together a board of directors, just like any other company has to have. And then that board of directors then would hire or fire the president and uh, the president would hire and fire the general manager and the coach and all of the above, right? So that's basically how the principle of this would work. It's not much difference than in any other company except for the fact that if you are a any public company, any private company, it it's, it's goes by the golden rule. Man with the most gold has, makes the rules. BC Lions doesn't have a board of directors. They have a David Braley. Right? David Braley decides every aspect of the C- of the BC Lions. Probably the CFL, too. I'm not sure about that. Did that answer your question, Charles? Yeah, I think that uh, explains it pretty well. It, it, it all comes down to to what the basics is behind it. And Edmonton is the anomaly in the league. It's, it's, it's kind of closest to the pri- uh, private ownership, but nobody actually, you, you can't take it. The Edmonton Eskimos, I believe are set up as a nonprofit. So there's no profit that goes back to these companies. Okay. It, it's a one way valve. It's got a check valve in it. So the money can't come back out, but, if, if they need money, it comes from all of these different companies where in Saskatchewan and uh, Winnipeg, if there's uh, a need for money, it comes from the taxpayers. I could be completely, totally off base on Edmonton, but I don't believe so. I think that's pretty much everything that, that makes- I've read over the years. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, the, so there are three community-owned teams, although there are three different models because the, it's Saskatchewan sells t- uh, shares, which makes it really truly a community-owned team. Go ahead, so William. In your mind, in your mind, Christopher, what would be the best-case scenario for the uh, Halifax Schooners being community-owned or privately owned? 
Christopher, are you there? I think it should be under private ownership, and Marcus Crandall should own the team. <laughs> he should be just given the team. <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. okay, just okay. checking. I, I, I can't. I, right up there. Right up there. Okay. So, Mark, what do you think of Don, Justin Dunk talking about um, Randy Ambrosi's replacement? Well, Randy Ambrosi is still in the employment of the CFL. Well, he hasn't been fired. Shut up, Dunk, and you're probably wrong anyway. This is very rarely he right now. You know, he used to be a really good reporter. He used to be a really good reporter. I admired him. I used to talk with him. Uh, we used to chat on Twitter. <coughs> as soon as he got tied in with this fucking clown from Hamilton, I don't even remember what his name is. Drew something. Edwards. Drew Edwards. Drew Edwards. As soon as he got tied in with Drew Edwards and they started this three-down nation, he's not worth a pinch of coon shit. Well, this almost sounds made up. And the thing he, is, he came up with the idea himself. Yeah. I come up with ideas myself all the time, but at least I tell people that that's my idea. I don't pawn it off as, uh, oh, the insiders are talking this way. Well. Yeah, who's your insider? Speaking of the insider, where's David Naylor when you need him? Yeah. Because if there's anybody who's going to be able to find out, it would be him. Yeah, I'd be a lot more interested if David Naylor was the one doing this story rather than Dunk. And uh, uh, CJ's right. Dunk used to be a really good reporter. And when Three Down Nation first started, I thought they were a really good site. Uh, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. Because I always found that the Drew Edwards columns were very sensationalized. Now everything is like that. It's getting ridiculous to the point where you can't trust them. They're not. They're not a reliable source because well, they've been long wait too many times. Lowell Aldridge was part of Three Down Nation, right? Uh-huh. And y- yep. you know who Lowell is. He he was a beat reporter for the, the province for years. Huge yep. CFL fan. Greatly respected. He went to Three Down Nation. And then after a while, I called him on it. I said, what are you doing? And I don't think he's there anymore. I haven't seen a thing from him. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even seen anything from Hodge lately. It's either... Yeah, I haven't seen anything from him. Unless he's writing under three down staff again. I don't know. I I haven't seen anything from from Lowell since uh two thousand eight nineteen. Yeah, Lola, I haven't heard anything from him. He used to write all the time, but you're right. He 
he hasn't published anything for quite a long time. Yeah. Interesting. He he actually used to be in our our, our BC Lions group. He was, yeah. He he post up all the time, but I don't know. I haven't seen him there either. I haven't seen him anywhere. Yeah, I, I'm on his face. He's a friend on Facebook, so um, I'm just going through things, and and there's not. He's got nothing posted since, you know, hmm. March. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's laying low. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. Yeah, no, he, there's nothing happening there at all. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah. No, okay. Moving on. We're just going to scrap this Justin Dunk thing. Pat Steinberg gives his top five storylines that we would have been watching going into the season. Why? Again, there ain't much going on, so I found what to get. I'm I'm not picking on you, Charles. Don't don't no, get me I know wrong. That. I'm I'm just pointing that out. But these guys are just trying to keep putting CFL articles out busy. of some sort. I, I know, but at least they're trying. <laughs> the playoffs start in what a month. Yeah. Month and a half. Uh, would be, yeah. Yeah. November. Okay, so the, here's the five storylines that uh, Pat Steinbeck says. The defending champs, the Bombers have stopped the league's longest championship drought uh, by winning the Grey Cup, 107th Grey Cup, yada, yada, yada. Moving on. The second one is hammer time with their loss to Bombers, the Hamilton Tiger Cats now hold the CFL's longest Grey Cup drought, and that's at, what, 19 years or something like this? When was the last time they won? It doesn't say. 20 now, I think. Okay, uh, the third story would be Rick's Roar. Rick Campbell's six-year run in Ottawa, uh, now with the BC Lions. Okay, that was cool. I like that one. Uh, new beginning. And they're in first place, I hear. They are. Yep, they are. Uh, Rick Campbell's departure opened the door for the second head coach in Red Bluck's history, Paul Apelice. Nobody thinks that the Red Blacks would do anything this year, and probably not Paul Apelice's fault. But so be it. Rookie in blue. Uh, Campbell replaced Devon Claybrooks in BC. La Police followed Campbell's departure in Ottawa. Edmonton replaced Jason Moss with Scott Pitch. Uh, the Argos made the most surprising move of all and hired Ryan Dinwiddie, having no experience as a head coach or even a coordinator. Dinwiddie was entering 2020 as a true rookie. In more ways than one. 
Those are the five storylines that we should have been following coming into the season. Now that we're in week 16 of the season, why is this relevant? When you've tried this earlier in the spring? Anyhow, um, do you agree with those storylines, Mark? Are those the big big storylines in the CFL that would that, that, that didn't? Oh, definitely. There was a, you got to admit, the BC Lions storyline would have been very interesting to see if it came true. Oh, wouldn't it have been huge? Yeah. 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 The storyline of Zach Kolaros in Winnipeg being the number one guy with really yeah. nobody behind him. There's a huge story. There was tons of huge stories. Oh, Foley by Mitchell. Is he able to come back to his former self? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's lots of stories. And what's what's the uh, CFL's greatest quarterback? Um, what was his name? CFL's greatest quarterback? Oh, Stravler. Yeah. Stravler. Who? No, no, Stravler. no. He's a, he's a Canadian icon. I'm talking about the greatest quarterback in the CFL. That was a. Uh, uh, Cody Fajardo. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. He didn't even about make that, that, didn't you? He didn't even make this. Wow. No. Nope. No. So, uh, yeah. Interesting, interesting, but, uh, interesting. But, I mean, I kind of like how Pat Steinberg is passing these off as his storylines. These are ones that anybody could have thought of. These are pretty obvious ones. Yeah. You know, another big storyline would have been if uh, Zach Kolaris got a concussion. That wouldn't have been that a That would have been another huge one. Yeah. Yes, it would have been. Oh, I think it would have been. Okay. Wouldn't it have been a surprise? <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been a surprise. Um, well, did There's you see no the surprise. sign of the helmet? Players? Yes, it would have been a surprise. To him. Yeah. Anyhow, so Pat Steinbeck's Berg's top five storylines. I, I I don't disagree with them, but who wants? You know, I don't know. Delvin Bro has filed a lawsuit against the former doctors of the New Orleans Saints. Does he have a valid complaint? Well, I don't honestly know what his complaint is, but this is another three-down article. And uh, we know what's happened. He, he got hurt, and the team's doctors cleared him to play, and he went back out and got hurt again. Uh, that's pretty much what's happened. I mean, that was Arlan Bruce's argument, right? That was a well, lot no, of different this things. This one, he was bro was diagnosed with a couple of bruises when his leg was yes. broken. His leg was broken. His he, leg was broken. It's, it's different from Arlan Bruce. It it is agreed. This is a misdiagnosis by the doctor. Oh, right, oh. and because it's in America, I know. He has a case. Mm-hmm. Okay. He does. So, he does, and he's going to win it, and it's going to be worth millions and millions of dollars. 
Now, the, the simple fact that these doctors are former doctors, um, right, two former New Orleans Saints doctors for alleged malpractice. Well, they were both fired, so. Because of this or for another reason? <laughs> no, because of this. Because of according this. To, yeah, according to the article. Yeah. Well, I, I, this is funny. Of course he's got a case. He's, he's going to make his life. If well, these doctors, he's in America. Yeah, and and win, and and the settlements are are massive. I mean, if you think about this, what is what was his salary going to be worth? How long could his career have gone? Um, you know, you, you're Probably, talking about it cost him millions. Loss of re- this, this is a hundred million dollar lawsuit. Easily. Pain and suffering, punitive damages. I mean, it's the punitive damages that are going to be huge. That They always are, right? So he's going to get so much for pain and suffering. He's going to get lost revenue from, you know, $4 million, $5 million a year for, what, another four or five years possibly was his career. Maybe more. Who knows? He's a defensive back. They don't last forever. Um. So, you know, he's probably got a, a, an easy $20, $25 million pain and suffering and lost wages. And then the punitive damages come in, and they're ten times that. And it'll all get covered by their um, insurance. So I mean, these guys have even been taken up on the by the uh, uh, medical panel. So you know, just they're in deep doo doo. Like you said, it cost him. Yeah, I mean, could have been like a hundred million dollars, like you said, and out the out the door because these guys screwed up. Uh-huh. How do you make? How do you make? I mean, do these guys not have access to an X-ray machine? Oh no, you got a few bruises. Your leg's broken. That's quite the difference. It's not 1967. No. 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 I mean, I'm sure the New Orleans Saints has their own MRI. Probably. They probably have it right in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Where their facility, wherever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yes, does he have a valid complaint? Yes, I believe he does. I, I believe he has a valid lawsuit. I believe that he is going to win his lawsuit. Even if they settle out of court, it's going to be $50 million. Which is probably exactly what will happen. Yeah. Here's some money. Go away. Shut up. 
Yes. Probably. Let's not. This never the hits NFL the media like, again. The NFL likes to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving down and around. The CFLPA writes a letter of thank you to recently fired Edmonton Eskimos equipment manager Dwayne Mandruzel. Why? Well, just to thank, I probably just to thank him for the. His, What's his it got to do with the Players Association? Well, because he's the one that they were the ones using the equipment he prepared. No, the players were. Right. I don't know why the Players Association would it's probably on feel the need to do this. It's on behalf of all the players. Yeah. Did they write it reality, to the other 18 people that got fired in Edmonton? Doubtful. In reality, they're probably trying to show up the uh, the, the um, Eskimos. The league, or the Eskimos. Yeah, of course it is, 100%. They're trying to make Edmonton Eskimo management look like a bunch of putzes. And it worked. And it worked. Because the amount of people out there that actually believe that this was a bad thing is huge. Well, on top of the name change. They haven't got it. They haven't changed their name. they, They couldn't take any more bad PR and they took it. But they didn't create it. Oh, I PR know. just I found know. them. Yep. I know. But sometimes that happens. And they've just taken two huge shots. I don't think that either one of these things is going to affect the Edmonton Eskimos team because I think the Edmonton Eskimo player or fans are going to support their team. You might want to go on some Eskimo fan sites. Are they losing their shit? I've been on I've been uh, on a couple of them. Some people. The Eskimos Facebook page itself gets shredded nonstop. They are never going to another game until they call themselves the Edmonton Eskimos again. Well, I, I understand that. I understand the emotion. I just don't agree with it. Oh, no, it's not emotion, Christopher. It's hatred. That's it. That's an emotion. Well, this is strong. This is bad. Hate is emotion. And another, and another shot, another PR shot like this, even though it's nothing they did wrong. We all agree with that. Because there was 18 other people, like you said. It's the image. They couldn't take another shot. Because well, I mean, the whole thing on the name change franchise. wasn't their fault. No, I mean, they, they, they were standing behind their name until all their sponsorship money walked away. Mm-hmm. Then they had no choice but to backpedal. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the the Three Down Nation website right now or Facebook page or whatever the hell. No, it's the, the thing. You know, the, the, the president of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Craig Reynolds, mm-hmm. he's an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and he doesn't look very smart. 
haven't had enough hate mail lately, or what? I was going to say, send your hate mail to... You know, Uh. in in, in all honesty, um, I've been thinking a lot. I actually kind of defended Rod Peterson the other day. And uh, I'm just, I keep thinking of his his, uh, falling out with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders was directly because of the uh, lack of morals of Craig Reynolds. And uh, I just, I feel bad for Rod Peterson. And that's really hard for me to say that. He got this, he got the shaft for no reason. Well, it was actually a pretty good reason, but I think it's funny as hell though. Okay. Moving on. What else can we do? William, you got anything to say on this? Thank you letter Edmonton Eskimos. You don't like the Eskimos, but uh, do you think the CFLPA should have done this? No, nope. you think that- none of their business. Yeah, okay. none of their business, and and I'd like to know why 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 there's an in an article about it. <laughs> well, because it's three down nation. They went quick. Yeah, I know, but is this just a let's get the fans on the players' side because they did this for this poor guy who lost his job? I, I, I tend I don't to wonder. Know, I don't know what the purpose is. I tend to wonder if any of the players around the league even know who this guy is. Oh, no, I, I, I you know, well, yeah, I think BC they, they Lions, everybody knew Cato. Guy, I remember the guy in BC. I remember the guy in BC. Okay. So, yeah. but, you know, everybody tells me the guy in BC was a good guy. Cato was. How do we know this Andrusiak guy is not a dick? Because he's been there for 49 years. So, you don't get I've been where I've had jobs for, that long. I've been where I've had for twenty three, okay. And I'm not real user friendly, so true story. You know what I mean? So I, I just, I just don't, I just don't know why it, they put it out there. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, after I ranted about this guy last week, I, I haven't even thought about him again. Oh, well, he lost his job. You know what I mean? You were defending him. My 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 50, my 50, sorry, my 48-year-old cousin who's worked for uh, Chevron Oil for the last nine years, and she's a single mother, got, got, got the boot uh, today. Okay? I'm more concerned about somebody like that. Exactly, and that's what I said. Is the 18 other people that got laid off, terminated, fired from the Edmonton Eskimos? How many of those have wives, children, and a mortgage at home? I'm, I'm sure this guy's financially set, and it's not a problem for him. But the other people, it's not. Right. You've been at this place but 29 I mean, years. You better, you better players. be financially stable at this point in time, Will, or there's something seriously yeah. the matter. Yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah. I, I I don't know why he's been working for forty seven years. Unless unless he started when he's was twenty and that means he'll he'd only be sixty seven. I d I don't think he's sixty seven. You know I, mean? I don't think he's that old. No. 
I don't think he's that old either. He started a kid, though. He's a water boy. I think he started, like, when he was in his early teens as a water boy. And then worked his way up. He didn't start as the equipment manager. Well, yeah, but I can still, I can still see him on the sidelines when I was a young guy in Winnipeg in my twenties. Okay, so I don't know. So. But, yeah, I, I don't know why the players, maybe the players are looking for a popularity vote or something. You know? I, They're looking I for know. something. I mean, he yeah. He started off as a ball boy in 1971. Okay. Does it say how old he is? No, I'm trying to find something like this. There's nothing that says he oh, okay. started when he was like seven or eight or ten or nothing like that. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> no, he does not. Oh, okay. Mandruziak, who was a temporary layoff in May, was among a crew of permanent layoffs, including the entire equipment staff, as well as Darlene Hassanoff who worked in ticketing for 15 years, according to Campbell. Whoever this Campbell is, doesn't matter. While the president has hit this one-year anniversary with the club this month, one source says the organizational reset is currently underway inside Commonwealth, much of which is being driven by Brock Sunderland in his fourth year as double E general manager. While the board is in a very active in day-to-day operations, currently being run by a skeleton staff. That it's, it's just bullshit. It is. It's it seems to me just to be the PA trying to get some good publicity, good PR. And probably trying to show up the Eskimos a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm just reading the article, and there's not much going on in here. Nope. Nope. There's not. Okay, so here, 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 get this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. On my 50th birthday, we were getting killed by the stamps, and with a couple minutes left in the game on the scoreboard, there was a message wishing me a happy 50th birthday from the Calgary Stampeders. For calls on what would have been the 2002nd edition of the Labor Day. I looked across the field, and George Hopkins was laughing his ass off. No, that's got it can't be right. Why is that? 
Okay, moving on. Can't do anything more with this one. This is another good laugh. Willie Jefferson called out the Cleveland Browns for not signing him. Willie, who do you think you are? Do you know why you're in the CFL? Do you know why you're in the CFL? You're not good enough to play in the NFL. You're not good enough to play for the Cleveland Browns. He's undersized. Yeah, Yeah, the Cleveland Browns. 6'8", 248 pounds for a defensive end in the NFL. No. He's a midget as a defensive end, and he's too big, and he's too slow to be a linebacker. I mean, you're not even as big as the average tight end in in the NFL, okay? Yeah. This is a guy reading his press clippings too much. This is a guy who would get eaten by a 340-pound offensive tackle. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> and this is he'd also get, just Willie Jefferson. He'd get squashed. Uh, never said he was bug. humble. What was that, Mark? Nobody, nobody ever said Jefferson was humble. He's NFL ready. Just ask him. <laughs> or smart. And 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 the the interesting thing is if you read the article, he was counting on Chris Jones, right? To get him the job. Obviously Chris, uh, obviously Chris Jones doesn't think too much of him in the NFL either. Or he would have brought him in or got them to bring him in, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm glad Winnipeg has him. He could be the Place new. He could be the new. He could be the new mayor of Swaggerville. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's in BC. Well, and wait no, he's not. To try... No, he's not. Oh, no, it's not. He's right. Sorry. No, he's not. Yeah. And wait to get someone to try and sign you by calling them out in the media. Yeah. And that's it, always it worked... a good idea. That's going to that's gonna work for you. It worked for Duran Carter, didn't it? Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. Where is he? He has disappeared. Unemployed. In D.C. No. Yeah. He? no. No, he's done. Nope. He's done. He but has no you, team. You don't, even see him on tw- you don't even see him on Twitter or anything? I never did because he blocked me, so well, I wouldn't notice. He's probably got you blocked too, Mark. <laughs> Could be. Just because you're a friend of Charles. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Well, he's probably busy, so... He's taking people to the movies. What do you think? Yeah, he's probably not in Saskatchewan, though, Charles. Cause he's probably still living in Dad's basement or something. Maybe. Dad's got a rancher. Okay. That was funny. Hey, CFL. Let's Talk CFL Live podcast has four new likes. Woo-hoo. Sign me up. Okay, uh, I, anything else on Willie Jefferson? Because that's kind of funny. I'm just laughing my ass off on this one. Uh, he thinks no. he's better than he is. Yeah, well, mo- mo- most players are. He was most making players... headlines for himself. Yeah. 
Okay, so the last story that we have here is the CFL teams reveal the list of 10 players on the neg list. Well, this is actually a story. Not really. Mm. Come on. Work with me here. read the names. Work with me here, okay? Okay. Following players were previously unveiled as from their respective clubs' negotiations list. Wow, look at all those names that DC Lions have. Know any of them? No. I looked on most of these lists and barely recognized anybody. <sighs> nope. Okay, the BC Lions have seven quarterbacks on a list of ten. Okay. Seven quarterbacks. Whereas the Edmonton Football Club, because that's what they're calling themselves, the Edmonton Football Club, has three QBs. Calgary Stampeders have two QBs. Saskatchewan's got two. Winnipeg has two, three. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy from Iowa State. Two, four, five. Five with Hamilton. We've got a Nick Hawley from Kent State on the Toronto Argonauts, who is a quarterback slash wide receiver. I like that one. He can do it all. Two, four, six. Oh, look at the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ottawa Red Blacks have a guy named Kendall Coleman from Syracuse as a defensive lineman. Everybody else is a QB. Everyone. Everyone. Seriously. I love it. And the Montreal Alouettes have two, three QBs on their list. So, yeah. Is this is this how big the entire neg list is? No. No, that's just a portion of it. How big is the neg list? Bylaw. I don't know the exact CFL bylaw states that the teams can claim exclusive CFL rights for up to 45 players by placing them on their neg list. So why do they only tell us 10? Why bother? This is yeah. the, the concept of, of, of uh, transparency that they're trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to so give you they, some names, just not all of them. I think they're giving us the names of the people that they know that they have no hope of signing. I mean, let's face it. If all of these guys on this list, I, okay, um, if they're not playing football in the NFL, what are they doing? Are they, they still might. in college, or what are they doing? They might be playing in Mexico or Germany. You never know. 
Right, but okay, so Zerick Cooper, quarterback from Jacksonville State on the BC Lions neg list, he now knows that he's on the BC Lions neg list, or at least maybe somebody's told him. He might not know. He's oblivious to it. But he can phone up the BC Lions and say, you've got 72 hours to sign me, sign me. Or get me off the list. Yep. And I don't think the players know for the most part. Well, you would, think that an, the, you would think you that don't the have an agent? CFL agents would be jumping all over this. Hi, I, I, I'm an agent for the CFL. Um, we've got your list on a negotiation list with the BC Lions. Uh, would you like to sign up here? Sign this piece of paper. It won't cost you anything unless we, I get you money. If I get you money, then you owe me like 25%. It, it doesn't mean they want to sign him being on the NAG list. It just means nobody else can. I, I understand that. I think yep. they just play with names and throw them on. Just now, to make it look like said, they're doing something? Well, that being said, I do believe Strevler came off the Bombers NAG list, NAG list. I can't remember for sure, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. But for the most part, he became a legend. Just either tell us all the names, because maybe there's some fun ones. Because you usually hear about somebody will have like Brett Favre or Drew Brees or somebody yeah. on their name list. And, and if nothing else, it's something to laugh you. at. At least it's something to laugh at. Like, doesn't Montreal have Tom Brady's name list, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Not going there, I don't think. We only wish he'd come here because he could buy the league and not even notice that he had bought it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I... I'm confused on the neg list. I, I think it's a an archaic concept. I think we need to get rid of it. But we have to do something different. Uh, do we work on a draft system? Get rid of the ratio? Then we don't have a Canadian draft. How do we recruit players into the CFL? I mean, why not have a Canadian draft and a U.S. draft? Why have a Canadian draft? Seriously. How how many players that are drafted actually get to play a game in the CFL? How many how many people that are drafted actually end up being a starter? That's a good point. And would those players that get to be a starter actually get to be a starter if there wasn't a ratio? Ninety percent no. No, yeah, exactly. So why are we drafting players that are never going to see this, the field? Makes no sense. Just Makes have a no North American-wide draft. I mean, that's what the and, NFL does. Yep. They they draft Canadian players. They don't draft at a Canadian college, though, I don't think. Sure they do. Do they? I think they do. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the North American draft. This Claypool got drafted. Where'd he come from? Yep. Northern no, Dame. He, he was playing. Yeah, he was playing in the U.S. college. He was playing in Notre Dame. He, he went right. out of Abbotsford. He went out of Abbotsford yep. to Notre Dame. That's right. Sorry. Yep. But he played his high school ball in in, in BC. Yes, he did. Okay. Anything else you guys want to chat about? What should what should <laughs> here? Uh, let's open this up. What should we talk about? What sh- what should what's wrong with the CFL? How do we fix it? What's my next article on? Commissioners, I want to do one on commission. I was going to do commissioners and 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 head office, and the head office one took got too big. Yeah. So I took the commissioner out. So I'd like to do one on on the commissioners only because that that putts, um, Zach, what's his name? Uh, Zach Nick put out. Zach Nick put out an article on how wonderful Mark Cohen was. Right. And, and I just wanted to barf. I, I've come to the conclusion about uh, commissioners in the CFL. There's three types of commissioners. Okay? One's the fans love. That means he's not a very good commissioner. Okay? He's not very good at all. And then there's two that the fans hate. One is because he's a good commissioner, and one is because he's absolutely no good. Okay? Now, we've had those three commissioners in the last run in the CFL. We had Mark Cohen, who everybody loved, but he wasn't a very good commissioner. We've had Jeffrey Orridge, who everybody hated, but he was a really good commissioner. And now we've got Randy Ambrosi, who everybody hates, and is an idiot. Well, I don't think he's an idiot. I actually think he's an intelligent man. He's just not a very good commissioner. I don't think everyone hates him. There's a lot of people that dislike him, but... Oh, there's people that want to have him drawn and quartered. You know, there's people who are upset because he canceled people the season want to blame too late. Somebody, people want to blame somebody for COVID, okay? So they decided to pick on Randy, so... Yeah. Pretty simple. True. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's people who want to play the season. They still want to have a season. I mean, just, no, it's October. Shut up. Yeah, so where is the schedule here? 2020 season. Week 21 is what day? October 31st. Halloween. A month. Halloween is the last day of uh, regular season. That's right. It's earlier. It was earlier this year. Yeah. Because October 31st is usually a BC Lions game because it's a BC Lions home game. And this year it's not because BC is in Hamilton. So the BC fans can't dress up in Halloween orange, mm-hmm. get their pumpkins on. 
And the Grey Cup is on November 22nd. How are we going to do that? Are we just going to roll a dice? Sparky going to roll a dice for these playoff games? Because, like, shit, man. BC could be, like, 8-16-2 and two and then come semifinals gets taken out by a bad roll. Yeah. I, I think, don't think it, it's I, getting any more random. Well, you know, at the start of the season, you know, when he he gives five points for being the higher-ranked team, I kind of disagreed with that. I just think you should be able to roll a, a third dice and take the two highest ones. You know, so... Kind of like playing Risk. You guys play Risk? Yeah, I do. So the a the aggressor bit. gets you get three dice, right? And you're defending, you only get two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So same concept. But yeah, first playoff game November eighth. Western and Eastern semifinals again. A breakfast game. Eastern game at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. How is that possible? It's ridiculous. Where is the Grey Cup this year? It was where? Saskatchewan, wasn't it supposed to be? Yeah, it was supposed to be Saskatchewan. And then next year, Hamilton. Yep. So what's happening next year? Hamilton still gets it. Hamilton. Saskatchewan gets it the next year. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay. What are we going to do here? Let's, uh, the show's over. Yeah, we're busy what are we going to talk about? I, I, need, I need a topic. I need a topic coming up. What are we going to do? Let me do some research. Find me something in the CFL that we should do. Should we go on US, U.S. expansion? Yeah, U.S. Oh, that's always uh, that's not going to trigger anybody. No, no. U.S. expansion won't trigger anybody at all. That would no. So you you think uh, XFL, XFL playing three down football? Wouldn't that be interesting? Uh huh. I don't think I don't think it'll happen, but it would be interesting. I think I think your next article should be who is going to be the next CFL commissioner, and I think My you vote. should take you should take the post off our off the offline the minute you hit a hundred votes for Mike Pinball Clemens. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. Hang on. Uh, we got to shut off the show real fast. This has been Let's Talk to the NFL podcast, episode number 455. We've got 30 seconds left of the show. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. You take care. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, Charles, say goodnight quicker. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mark? Good night, folks. That's it? Good night, folks. Willie, Go well. Willie, Willie World. Willie World. Take care, guys.